What's good, everyone? Welcome back to Check the Stats, your weekly sports podcast. This is Hamza, along with Deep. Check the stats. What's up? <laughs> 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 Check the stats. Keep Take that. five. Deep lay reaction. Harry. Yo. Yo. Dodge. Let's go. My brothers and sisters. Let's get today's episode started, yo. All right. So for today's episode, we got week six games. We'll start with Buccaneers versus Eagles or at Eagles. My apologies. Close game. Wasn't really expecting that. But just to start this off, I think the Buccaneers defense are falling apart. Just saying, to put that out there. Kind of held up on offense, being carried by Brady and Fournette. I mean, Brady, usual. You drop 34, uh, 34 for 42, 81%, uh, 81% completion, 297 yards, two touchdowns, just one interception. And then they're running back, Fournette. 22 attempts, 82 yards, and also two touchdowns. So they carried the whole night. And... At the same time, their defense was kind of allowing a lot of... Um, I think they allowed about 97 yards in like one minute or something like that, or over one minute. Mm-hmm. And they do have a lot of injuries. So, I mean, going to to this week's game, week seven, which is going to be against the Bears, is going to kind of test their defense and then... After that, they're going to go against the Saints, which is going to be, you know, as I said, a test for the Buccaneers' defense. I think everybody this week should have picked the Bucks to win. Uh, they overall they have the more they have more talent, they have more experience, and I think last week I said uh, Tom Brady is ten and one when he has three days of rest. So now he's eleven. The Eagles actually played a pretty good game. I think it was pretty expected that the Bucks were going to win, but everybody thought it was going to be a blowout. I don't think the Eagles played bad at all. Uh, Jalen Hurts couldn't ask him to do too much against this pretty experienced defense. But, uh, yeah, the, as you said, the defense is falling apart. That's kind of concerning going into the next few weeks that are scheduled. Um, some key players going out for them on all three levels of defense, so definitely keep an eye on that. I think the uh, biggest kind of stat in this game um, comes down to rushing yards. The fact that the Eagles still had the same, almost the same amount of rushing yards, even after Leonard Fournette's dominant game. Um, I think that kind of goes to show that their run defense is lacking. They don't have that, you know, they don't have that line. Even the linebackers are a little hurt right now. Uh, I don't, see Tampa's defense kind of holding up unless they get everyone unless when they get everyone back that they're fully ready and healthy and they they mesh how they did last year besides that um I don't <laughs> I want to say I might I I, I kind of want to take the Bears next week over the Bucks just because of the fact that Justin Fields didn't have a crazy game but if they run all them I don't know if Tampa's going to be able to keep up with them if they're like running all over them and you know they're running all over the pocket and they're not really like so but that, I mean we'll talk about that in a little bit but I think their run defense is a huge like flaw of their game right now yeah even even on um pass defense is also in bad shape and that's before Sherman went out but also for the Eagles 
I think they're putting way too much workload on um, Jalen Hurts. I mean, he's accounting for like 87% of their offense by yardage. And that's like the highest in the NFL right now. So, I mean, he's an inconsistent passer. And I don't think he's really going to be able to carry the team like that with that kind of load. They they better players if he's going to be able to carry that roster. Yeah, and they need to run it more. I mean, again, I've been saying this for like, the whole season, they they not running the ball. Their running backs got only one carry in like the first half, yeah, and nine overall in the rest of the game. That's all so, the head coach. So yeah, I don't know. He's just they just lack an identity on offense. Yeah. With this home loss, uh, the Eagles are now zero and three at home, first time since twenty thirteen. Now very concerning, but um, yeah, so much for uh, the advantage they used to have. I mean, they they their fans are rowdy. Yeah, but, uh, doesn't seem to be working this year, eh? Yeah, this should take us to next game, which is a blowout here at home. The football team. I mean, it wasn't a blowout for the first first half. I mean, everyone thought maybe Washington yeah. football team might actually have this. Um, Pat Mahomes threw two picks, two huge picks. Yep. Um, let's let's talk about that for a second. 15, Patrick Mahomes, two fifteen not, picks, in not just like games. yeah. Not just any normal pick, but that second pick he threw, he was falling. Like, why would you even throw a ball at that point? You're falling to the ground, and you just toss it up in the air for, like... Yeah, it was a bad snap. I think he just panicked a little bit. Yeah. I think, like, any, like, veteran quarterback, they, like, it would have got the pass away, like, totally out of bounds, or they would have just taken the sack. I think he just gets a little carried away now. Like, I think we said this last week, he feels a little bit too free. Uh, His coaches definitely have to, like, reel him in a little bit, but still got the win, so... The second, the second half was a completely different story than the first half. I mean, Kansas City had double the first downs that Washington had, 30 to 15 or 29 to 15. Uh, they had 500 yards of offense. So, yeah. I think the, the score line was pretty fair, even though Washington had a really good first half. But at the same time, Washington is not the defense that we thought they were. Uh, they've allowed 30 points, I believe, in the past four or five games. So, not looking good. But one thing, they didn't allow a single sack all day. Kansas City let up three sacks. Well, Washington is known for their defense. Anytime Kansas City goes down, all they can do is try to add more offense. And that's uh, the only reason that I'm still complacent with uh, Mahomes throwing picks is because they're averaging 30 points a game. Usually, I mean, we know that their offense is not the reason they're losing games. It's their defense. If you average 30 points on a team and you still have a losing record, that's that that doesn't make sense to me. So I think either they pick up their defense or start thinking about next year making some more additions. Yeah. I think for the for the Chiefs, a lot of bad interceptions from Mahomes so far. I mean this season. He's uh I don't know how to say it. he's like making the wrong decisions right now under under pressure. Just gotta fix that up if they need to have if they want to play better, I mean, yeah, they 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 blew out the they blew out the football team, but still, there there's a lot of mistakes that would have not have been good for them if it was against a good team, and that's what we saw against the Bills last week. But for the football team, they could have turned this game around so many so many times. I mean, they had um, a lot of chances to win this game. Uh, they forced three turnovers in the first half alone and they got the lead but they couldn't they couldn't keep it 
just like the Eagles, they lack they lack identity on on offense. They don't run the ball. They rely on Heineke, which is really not good. I mean, we said this last week. He's not he's not that quarterback that that you can rely on every week. But on the defense side, yeah, uh, they stepped up a little bit, a little bit this season. I mean, the, this game. Um, but if anything, they should have they should have capitalized on some of those turnovers or something, and probably brisk it on fourth downs more. I think the Washington defense, the Washington defense, got overhyped a lot. Yeah, because I mean, you can say you just said that they did they like stepped up this game, but they still let thirty points get dropped on them. And this and this, they've been the last four games they got thirty points on them. Yeah, but this is their defense isn't what everybody expected. It's it's way disappointing. I mean, if if nobody knew anything about football and just wanted one stat. To have had predicted this game, the the football team has not beat Kansas City since 1983. Eight straight losses. Yeah, which is absurd. Joe Theismann was quarterback and won MVP that year. That's a crazy stat, actually. His last time Washington had a good quarterback. RG three, RIP. Kirk Cousins, he got better. They have good quarterbacks. It's just a destination for either retirement, injury, and then resurrection. All right. This should take us to our next game, which is another blowout, unexpected blowout. Ravens-Chargers, 34-6. to And that's without Lamar going and having a crazy, crazy game. Uh, I think what we saw was the Ravens' uh, exceptional run offense against the Chargers' really, really bad run defense. I think that's pretty much the story of the game yeah uh one main thing i saw from the Chargers that i didn't like uh herbert was making some bad decisions that he hasn't been making in the beginning of the season uh there were just some easy throws that him and mike williams they weren't really uh hooking up uh i think mike williams missed a week of practice with the injury so maybe they just didn't get on the same book uh during the week but there were a lot of third downs where justin herbert would force the ball to Williams, who was guarded by Humphrey, who was their best corner. And why would you attack their best corner instead of going after the injured corners? Uh, so, I don't know, just poor execution by the Chargers and the Ravens took advantage, looking yeah. dangerous. Yeah. They really, they really exploited that run defense. I think rather than them being bad at defense, I think their offense lacked a lot too. They only had, I think, 200 yards, 208 or something. This was the fewest they've ever had uh, total yards. The fewest they've ever had with Justin Herbert as a quarterback, or since I think it's 2018, which they they got 198 versus Baltimore. 208 yards is not bad, but I mean, they also let up a lot of points. The defense, I think that was a bigger concern. I think it goes. To, I mean, you're just not going to beat the down, Ravens. It went down early. You're not going to beat the Ravens with just that much. I think. Your offense has to score more than six points. That's not even mm-hmm. they miss the extra. It's because it's because the defense. But they also the held defense, them in the, the red zone. Let, the defense let let them Ravens get up like fourteen zero, like twenty one zero, something like that. So when when you get down like that, then you you abandon the run game and you're just passing every down, which is again not easy. So both both sides of the ball, yeah, very disappointing. Just bad game overall. But I mean, we, they were due for a bad game, right? Yeah, they started the game back. started the season very hot. Uh, the still, this team still has a lot to learn, and they have a really good head coach, so I think they'll be okay. 
They took it, yeah. But, I mean, Ravens took it full advantage of, like, the worst run defense in the league. So, and on, on the offense side for the Chargers, I mean, they didn't rush. Or not didn't rush. They were unsuccessful. They, they, they couldn't do anything. And then Ravens' defense was just, I mean, they, they were closing out on Herbert and not. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't let him breathe. So, it's, it's looking, I mean, the Ravens look dangerous. I, I can see them, you know, as good as the Bills, I'd say. Wow. Yeah. I mean... I, it, I, I would say week, not this week. No, I mean I think so if far anything, they're 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 looking like a Super Bowl favorite right now. Yeah, with the Bills. Yeah. Mm. Only only thing that looked bad in that game for the Ravens was their pass defense. I'm not saying I agree, but I mean that's just kind of where we're at. We know how good of a team this Ravens team is finally yeah. is now. With a lot of they're injuries, scary. They're looking, yeah. Even with a lot of injuries, uh, they're still putting up 34 points on teams like the Chargers. Yeah, they don't have the best defense. But still, they only punted the ball twice. They only had two penalties all game, almost double the time of possession. So they really, really had control of this game from beginning to end. I don't think there was any question. For a team that's ranking twenty eighth as a as as a pass defense, they held Herbert to one ninety five, or well, one ninety five yards. Even though it was a loss, I'm gonna give some credit to Herbert. This was this was his twenty first game where he had 20-plus completions. The only person who has a, a longer streak is Drew Brees at Harmonsing. Mm-hmm. Big dog. I'm not really surprised about that. But uh, on that note, we're going to move on to the next game. Yep. Cardinals versus the Browns. This was a pretty surprising scoreline, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you guys think about this game? To me, uh, I, didn't, I thought the Browns would have maybe dropped at least like 21 28 points uh, to see Cardinals. I mean, in the first half, it was it was not that. It was, you know, the Cardinals were only up by one touchdown. And then second half, the Browns didn't even drop a single point. Um, I mean, if you're not scoring in the first, second half, sorry, with against a team like the Cardinals, you're, there's no way. It, they, they had kept up with them. You know, they only had, uh, they were only down by nine points. Yep. Uh, they kept up with them. And then... Second half, they just had no points at all. I mean, against a, a team like the Cardinals, when you're not scoring, you just you're not going to keep up. I mean, these guys like we they've dropped um, thirty plus in five games, except one game, right, against the Forty ers So, I mean, that goes to show that you're not beating this team if you're scoring less than twenty one, twenty eight points a game. You need to be putting up five, six touchdowns, and not not taking the whole game to do it, but, you know, they only had 35 minutes of possession. If you look at some of the other teams who drop 40, 50 points, sometimes they'll have 48 minutes, 40, 40 minutes of possession time, you know? Um, I think that kind of goes to show that they can score efficiently. They can score quickly on you, you know? If you're not keeping up, you're going to get left behind. I think <laughs> it just... This just sounds like something that would happen to the Browns and Baker Mayfield. He aggravated his left shoulder and basically tore it, as we know now, on another turnover, which is, we said he's not reliable week in and week out last week. And then you have Odell dropping a fourth down pass in the red zone again. Kareem Hunt got carted off. Nick Chubb's also injured. Jarvis Landry. Yeah. 
their both their starting offensive tackles out. And this is two losses now. So their defense is not showing up. I mean, again, they got beat by like over 30 points. Even though they have the rushing sack, I mean, the sack leader in the NFL. That does not does matter, matter right now. I mean, their defense needs to be like recalibrated or something. But on the other side, for the Cardinals, I mean, they played without their head coach and without their star pass rusher. Did Davion Clowney and J.J. Watt are a force to be reckoned with, bro. Mm-hmm. They come in. I mean, that huge stop. Uh, I think it was like third and short or something like that. Clowney came out of nowhere and just sacks Mayfield like nothing. If it's if you stop one guy, the other guy's just there waiting to like yep. pounce. There's nothing that is gonna nothing looking like will stop the Cardinals this season, especially with the leadership of Kyler Murray. I mean. Right now, they put up 30 points in in five games. Only game that they did not put up more than 30 was, like one said, against the 49ers, who have a very good defensive team. And on that note, we'll move on to Patriots versus the Cowboys. Uh, Another overtime thriller. I feel like we've had like 20, 25 overtime games this season. I love that. I love that. More football. Yeah, I agree. What do you guys think? Patriots had it. It's just Patriots Cowboys had it until a little better. Dak decided to go off. Yeah, they're just a little CD Lamb. Oh my God, bro, he's a monster. Four hundred passing yards. Yeah, Prescott has nine four hundred yard games, and there's been nine four hundred yard passing games with every other Dallas quarterback ever <laughs> combined. So that's crazy. Dak Prescott, I mean, when he's healthy, the Tony Cowboys... Tony take a look at that. The Cowboys are a very, very big favorite when Dak Prescott's performing like this. All I know is, I know Bill Belichick is fuming because that's a, this marks the fourth home game loss, which we're not used to the Patriots seeing. Not at all. So, they, you, need, they need to figure it out. Speaking, uh, speaking of a fourth loss, here's another stat. I mean, under Bill Belichick... They are now one hundred nine and four when leading and um, and halftime at home. What's crazy is that they lost to the Cowboys, a team that hasn't beaten them <laughs> since nineteen ninety six. Nineteen ninety six. I mean, when when Dak throws for four hundred and fifty yards, I mean, there's not many teams that they're not going to beat. But Dak has been so consistent this season. After coming for, coming yeah. back from that injury, you don't expect most players to hit. Hit the hit the field this hard, but this 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 game was his fourth straight where he got three plus passing touchdowns. So Dak, uh, yeah, he got a bag when he got signed, and then people started doubting him when he got hurt. But he's he's playing like a like a player who's worth that much money. Five hundred sixty-seven yards, bro. Yeah, but I mean, a win against Belichick's team is does mean a lot to the Cowboys and this shows how good they are this season and that they are one of the best teams in the NFC right now. Um, this is five wins straight. So with a great performance from Dak Prescott, I mean, he goes off whenever he wants to go off and is very effective. And, uh, one of those highlights from the game was Trevon Diggs. I think uh biggest name that we're talking about right now on the defensive side. Um, Seven picks, 
Uh, I think one thing Six that stands games. out to me about him is that, you know, we all know his brother, Stephon Diggs, the top receiver. So uh, his younger brother, uh, who's on the Cowboys, started off as a receiver. So I think that's why we see him catch all these interceptions. Uh, it looks easier for him than it does for some other corners just because we see corners misjudge where the ball is coming to them at, at times. They're not used to, you know, running routes and catching the ball. So Diggs definitely has an advantage at that point. And one thing that stood out to me was that the Pats – the Patriots went 21 plays without scoring. Uh, I think they scored twice in the beginning of the game and they didn't score until there was five minutes left in the fourth. So that's always concerning when your team goes long periods without without scoring. So Bill Belichick's got to get it figured out. And um, and this should take us to another game that went to OT, which really shouldn't have. Vikings at Panthers. The Vikings blew an 11-point lead. They it doesn't sound like a lot, but when it's to no. somebody like the Panthers. No. It might not it might not seem like a lot, but you were supposed to close out the game. They, they were looked ch- lost out there yeah. a little bit. They didn't look like they could get anything done. They didn't look like Kirk Cousins didn't look like he was doing anything. Justin Jefferson had virtually disappeared. Wasn't even on the field at times. Um, yeah. I don't know. What do, we, what do we think about the Vikings after that kind of... Let's be honest, that was a pretty shit show performance. Both teams' defenses are whatever. So they dropped 38 and 28. I mean, 34 and 28. But uh, Dalvin Cook had 148 yards. Yeah, the Vikings had pretty much 200 yards rushing. That's what stands out to me. Yeah. They got 570, which is the most they've had since like 2004. But you said that was, was ugly yards. It was. It wasn't like a. I don't think it was a game that like would most people would want to watch, just because it was it was mistakes after mistakes yeah. after mistakes. It was yeah. an incredibly long game as well. <laughs> yeah. I think the Cardinals were the, the four o'clock window game and they had already scored and this game was still going on. So I don't understand how they could run the ball this much and the game was still going on that long. So both teams have a lot of a lot of issues. Um, but the Vikings should not have had let that game go to overtime. I think they should have went on for a fourth down in a few situations, which they didn't. Their team, their team's main problem was probably conservative play calling, a uh, lot of missed opportunities, good opportunities, and wasted drives. I mean, they are the second in the NFL um, with the highest percentage for three and outs. They also had 11 penalties that game. Yep. The, not helping. The They're Panthers good. had just as many third down conversions as they did fourth down conversions. Yeah. Um, make make that make sense to me. They went 2 for 12 from for third down. I mean, you still put up 28 points, but I think that goes to show the fact that they only converted two third downs all game and still dropped 28 points. Yeah. I mean, 2 for 12 I think a lot of the game falls on Donald. Big time. That's what I was going to say. Horrible. His third downs are almost all on the quarterback's decisions. Donald? So Donald is 17 for 41. and is not cutting it. And does not anybody in the league you're beating no. going 17 for 41. No. Maybe yeah, the Jaguars. 55 passer rating. I think he needs to be brought up more. People were hyping up the first couple of weeks saying, oh, it was the Jets. It was the Jets. But it's not looking like it, doesn't look like it was, it the was all the Jets. Yeah, we know they're a terrible organization, but... 
definitely expect more uh, out of Donald. Donald is getting exposed every week with his line falling apart. I mean, without McCaffrey, he dropped like 40 QBR points so far. And he's just getting more exposed. He got sacked like four times in that game, 12 sacks this season. Really only has like 50% completion, no touchdowns, four interceptions. I mean, and they've been trying to fix his situation the whole season without McCaffrey. But I'll end this game discussion with this. The Vikings defense allowed 96 yards on 11 plays in one minute and 27 seconds left in the fourth quarter to force OT. And guess who are they playing next? They got, after their bye week, basically, they got Cowboys, Ravens, Chargers, Packers, and Niners. Oh my god! <laughs> that's that's oh, lined you up. Can, you, oh, can, five. you can already you can already just say three three and eight. Yeah, you can put that as a record. <laughs> Their season is over. Uh, the, the, the Panthers three and no, eight. Three and eight. No, the Vikings. no, the Vikings. Oh, oh, oh my bad. Who allowed ninety six yards in Hell, the fourth? You can already put three and eight for the Vikings. The names <laughs> you the teams you just named. Neither of these teams can beat. But one other crazy thing, I I thought this would be a a close game at the half. But then while I was surfing the Twitter, surfing the I, Twitter. <laughs> I, I came to find out I came to find out that uh, the Panthers are 0-20 when they're trailing at halftime. I, I lost all fifth. I was shook when they went into OT. When, I was is, like, that, all right. when is that since, since like 2016? 2019. Cam Newton, 2019. Cam Newton. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, Cam Newton's special. It's crazy to me that he's still not in the league right now. But Cam Newton's special. Okay, and on that note, Cam Newton is special, whatever Tom is <laughs> talking about. Uh, Seahawks versus Steelers. Another OT. Crazy, crazy Sunday night game. All I know is uh, y- y- y'all need to give Watt like a cookie after that game. Geno Smith, honestly, I mean, we played great. Geno Smith, not bad. Not bad, bro. Like, 200 yards. I mean, our defense showed up. Our defense was giving him hell all night. I mean, you cannot say. That he had an easy night in the pocket at all. I don't think he did. He had um, a higher passer rating than Big Ben. I was going to say that. Which is ridiculous. Which is... <laughs> With all that pressure that he was getting. Big Ben did also throw 40 times and mm-hmm. only had one touchdown for, you know, only 229 yards. But um, his... His number one receiving player was Deontay Johnson with 71 yards, nine receptions. That's it. And then our boy from Penn State, Freyermuth. Freyermuth. <laughs> I don't even know. But I think he's, like, the real deal, to be completely honest. I mean, hands like that aren't just... He's from Penn State. Bro, Penn State tight ends over the past, like, five, six years have been phenomenal. Steelers had a great game last week. Uh, <laughs> against the Broncos, not against this one. <laughs> Not against Seattle. Um, TJ Watt deserves all that money. I mean, 112 million. That's what you're paying for. Two sacks in overtime. But uh, I still don't think the Steelers have identity on offense. They showed some flashes in that game of what their offense can be. Oh my God, but, bro. We need to run out routes, yeah. outside think, runs with Najee Harris. Oh my Najee. God. Why do we just keep throwing him in the middle? It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Y'all, future Why? for rushing is looking good. Najee yeah. Harris, he tied uh, Le'Veon okay, Bell. Okay, but the thing for is, the most Rex. 
But you gotta like, you gotta understand the fact that Bell is not the craziest receiving back, right? Um, if that was someone like Alvin Kamara or even like Todd Gurley, you could be like, okay, if that was who he was kind of being pit up against. Um, but like I said, I don't think they're running the ball outside enough. We have great, great, and I think that, and I think it's coming from the top. It's like it's just that. We need to run up the... We want to run that smash mouth running, rushing football where we're in people's mouths. We're jamming it down their throats. But you got to let... I mean, he's small. He's he's quick. He is still a power... Like a power... Considered a power back, I know. But he's... I mean, trust me. Let him get out in the open field. I think he'll do some good things. Yeah. The Steelers, when they're, when they're rushing and the run game is working, they're, they're a force to be reckoned with. I think uh, since 2018, anytime you guys rush more than uh, than 100 yards, you guys you guys win. Well, there's one exception. Your record is 19 and one when rushing more than 100 since 2018, yeah. which I think is pretty good because 100 yards I don't think is that much for rushing. But if you do that, it's enough to win. Exactly. What do we think about Big Ben's performance? 40 attempts, negative three rushing yards. I think rushing yards. I mean, at the stage, <laughs> it was probably just. Probably just got caught out. Yeah, uh, it wasn't that concerning. I mean, we know they're a little bit injured, but uh, the only thing that stands injured. out is Claypool only had like 17 yards, yeah. Yeah. and we expected him to be the number one. So Deontay Johnson might be the number one receiver. So I don't know how the Steelers' offense is going to look or get better um, if Claypool doesn't yeah show up. It's not like we have any other weapons coming in. No, because literally don't because the only other big name. On the receiving core is Eric Ebron, who we know <laughs> doesn't have the best reputation for catching important passes. He might get replaced soon. Never know. Yeah, and uh, maybe one of the one of the craziest things that I, we all knew that Russell Wilson wasn't playing, but this was this is the first game he did not start. A hundred and forty nine straight starts for him. Yeah, it's crazy. active. He's very durable for his size, yeah. which is which is. Applaudable. I mean, he spends a lot of money in his body, so respect. Uh, and the last game from last week, uh, very, very big upset here. Bills-Titans. Derek Henry, baby. I don't promote, Bills are frauds. I don't promote gambling, but Bills are they frauds. blew my parlay. The Bills are frauds. So who's better than the Bills right now? The I don't know. Everyone's AFC. a fucking fraud, bro. That's all I know. Chiefs, Bills... Steelers, Steelers, Saints, Packers. I said AFC. Panthers. Yeah, not Ravens. The, I mean, shit. Maybe next week we'll find <laughs> out that they're frauds too. Cardinals and the Ravens, honestly, are like the only teams in yeah. my mind that are not huge frauds. The Rams are kind of fraudy too at times. As soon as the Cardinals lose a game, they're going to be fraud. Just watch. They, I mean, I'm just saying they're okay right now, though, right? They're undefeated. No matter what they do, they're a great team right now. If they lose one game, I don't yeah. think they'd be frauds. If they I lose two games, frauds. I don't think they'd be frauds. If they lose three games, I don't think they'd be frauds. Four, then maybe. Four, yeah. then maybe. Mm, I agree. The one team I think is a fraud is the Chiefs, and they're not even in this game. But uh, I don't know why we're talking about frauds. I don't think either of these teams are frauds. Uh, the Bills definitely should have won this game, uh, but Derrick Henry decided to... 
go off. I think the last three, four times these teams have met, they've kept Henry to After you saw a 73 yard run, I mean, it was just. Yeah, it was momentum was gone. <laughs> it was Once be he a gets long past night. the D line, who are the most well equipped players in the field to tackle him, he gets past them in like one second. The only people left in the field to tackle him are linebackers his size and then safeties and cornerbacks who are. He's Much double smaller. the size, so once he gets past that 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 sec- first or second level, I mean, he's kind of unstoppable, right? You can you can see as the game progresses the way people tackle him. They the don't beginning want of to. games, the beginning of games, people are don't are arm tackling and like doing like yeah, like fairly weak tackles. Second half, you have people trying to hit stick him because that is the only way you can get him down. But he just bounces off of that. But the th- yeah, there's a the thing. You, he either you're either not big enough and you bounce off like a damn t- t- lacrosse ball, or you're gonna completely miss because he's gonna change direction. Like he's not even like a freight truck. He is just unexplainable to me. I think uh, the Bills. Defense just gave that game away. Besides Henry's, I mean, 140 yards. They couldn't do anything about that. But that exposed them a little bit. Uh, and you can see the weaknesses for the Bills. But Ryan Tannehill did not miss in the fourth quarter. He went 9 for 9, 103 yards, no incompletions. He put up a perfect performance in the fourth. Uh, against can't say that for the rest of the game, though. No, 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 no. Uh, but besides that, he put that up against a team that's been dop- dominating opponents at a historic level, putting up like 35 points in, in almost every game. But their weaknesses are pass rushing and red zone offense, which they will probably look at and fix because they have bye week this week. So they'll have a week to you know regroup. See see their weaknesses and probably work on them and come back come back even stronger after a loss like this. I think Josh Allen played a great game, but like you said, the defense let him down. Yep, uh, three hundred fifty yards, three touchdowns, two Tannehills, no touchdowns passing. He had Tannehill had one rushing touchdown, yep. one interception. But I think it was just an unfortunate loss for the Bills. I think they'll be fine. They'll bounce back. Yeah, uh, it's just an outlier. Frauds. Bills before coming into this week, they were one of two teams, including the Steelers, to not allow a rushing, a rushing touchdown by a running back. They 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 can read the offense for runs, but more than more than other teams, Derrick Henry. But every time I just like think of the way he played, it was just spectacle to watch. Spectacle. So that wraps up. Week six, and we'll take a short break. And we will be right back, ladies and gentlemen. All right, guys, uh, let's go into week seven. We're back, Um, by the way. Fuck that. We've been back. Like, we never left. (laughs) All right. uh, First game, let's go Kansas City. Well, uh, let's cover the teams on a bye real quick, Captain Dodge. Fuck those teams. They're not playing. Who cares about them? The Bills, Cowboys, Jaguars. Steelers, Vikings, and the Chargers. So some of the best teams this week are not playing. I think the Bills think have the most to uh, gain, the top gain five, from this. Like, top three, four teams are playing. <laughs> the rest are not. Oh, my God. I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Kansas City. Kansas City, Tennessee. Let's go. What, have, uh, what, what do we have, Mr. DJ Sark, sir? Sark, sir. 
I don't know, man. The Titans, Titans are looking a little nice, eh? Kind of. Just Derrick Henry. But I mean, and Tannehill in the fourth. I agree. But I mean, no, nah, okay. Tannehill, first Tannehill of all, only has six let's, touchdowns. Let's yeah. Let's let's relax with the whole Tannehill thing. That guy, no, that nope. Julio Jones, is, Julio Jones is the best receiver statistically, yeah. and he has zero touchdowns. So <laughs> it's all Derrick Henry. There he, is. <laughs> he has zero touchdowns. Yeah, he has two hundred and sixty-three yards, fifteen receptions, zero touchdowns. Who's yeah. their uh, tight end then, again? I have Julio um, Jones. It's some no name because John Smith went to the Patriots. That's so. what I was gonna say because John Smith just left. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. I'm taking the Chiefs. <laughs> That's I don't know what to say. I'm taking the Chiefs. It's scary um, to, take, to take the Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs. <laughs> to take the, the Chiefs Chief, now. The Deeptons. Yeah. I'm going to take the Chiefs. Uh, Unless Derrick Henry just has like 300 fuck yards. Fuck you, Hamza. I'm going to take the Chiefs. If Derrick Henry has 300 yards, what are you going to do then? What do I do? What are you um, going to do then? Pat Mahomes, yeah, he throws interceptions, but he also throws touchdowns, guys. They were going to have to put Derrick Henry on the line to go after Patrick Mahomes at that point if he's doing anything like that. I... Derrick Henry's no, gonna have three hundred yards. Don't disrespect defensive players like that. Derrick Henry could not do what those linemen can do. But, 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 <laughs> with 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 his eight interceptions this season, he's thrown eighteen touchdowns. Pat Mahomes, I believe that. What do you? This believe? game, this game, and I'm gonna stamp this. This game is the Chiefs' turning point because the Titans aren't a bad team. They're not a bad team. Four and two, that's a good record. But if the Kansas City Chiefs can establish and dominate this game. I think they're they're back. Establish what though in this game? How are they gonna do it? How are they gonna win? How are they gonna start stop Derrick Henry by scoring? Because we did, we know they we can't defend on their defense. How are they gonna stop Derrick Henry? Just like put that to the side. Put that to the side. That's, the way they're gonna win this game. Oh is my god! Scoring. That's what the Bills tried to do too. They're coming yeah. off the beating the Bills, and you're yeah. kidding. And you're telling I'm I know I'm I know I'm choosing the Chiefs, but, that's but what you're I'm telling this, me this is a defining game for these Chiefs, and the path I think they will take is that after I saw him throw that pick, being grappled by the waist by a lineman, yeah, throwing it up in the air. When do when I never would have thought Patrick Mahomes <laughs> would have done that. Bitch. He's playing five hundred, like jackpot. That's crazy. Hey man, but yeah, Chiefs. Not after what happened last week. No. I mean, yeah, they they won against the football team, but you never know. The Titans, the Titans beat the Bills with that kind of defense. I mean, Derrick Henry will run over the Chiefs just like he ran over the Bills. The Bills were a team that was putting up thirty five points each game, and their defense could not hold up. Titans, bro. <laughs> Tannehill and Derrick Henry, and not even full Tannehill. Fourth quarter Tannehill. So let's can we just not make that a thing? Fourth quarter Tannehill. There's no fourth hill. Fourth hill <laughs> quarter hill quarter pounder. So I'm also gonna take the Chiefs in this game, but I agree with Hamza that Derrick Henry is gonna obliterate this defense. That's what I, I, I said. What I are you gonna do about Derrick Henry? I don't know if Chris Jones is back. Uh, even if he is, I don't know if they can contain him. Uh, just Frank Clark will not be able to contain Derrick Henry. Uh, right now, Chiefs are 27th in defensive rush yards, or the defense giving up rush yards. So I don't think that is a good sign. The Titans are eighth in the league in points scored, so they're not that bad on offense. 
I still take the Chiefs in a close game at the end, but it's not going to be easy. Derrick Henry is on a pace to uh, get the NFL record. He currently, I think, is the two two thousand two thousand two hundred yards. He's just going to keep breaking records. He's but gonna, the thing he is, could, he could be the first back to back two thousand yard rusher. But at the same time, I mean, the Chiefs are do a game to come back in big fashion. But I do not think that's this game. Hey, man, the odds are in the Chiefs' favor, 9.5. So we're all taking the Chiefs? Yes, sir. Hamza, taking the Chiefs? Yeah. No, 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 take, take not the Chiefs. People yeah, I don't know. It's it's. It looks close. I mean, if Mahomes is going to come out here again and throw picks and just fall under pressure... Which he shouldn't. Times my win, but my spread here I'll, is I'll, minus five point five from FanDuel. I'll still take. I'll still take the Chiefs. And on that note, we'll be moving on to <laughs> Washington Football Team at Green Bay. L for the football team. I'm going pack, 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 go, pack, go. I'm I mean, going, uh, Jones, Adams, and Rogers. <laughs> this is gonna <laughs> what? And Crosby. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> it said what? Yeah. <laughs> the football team has no running game. Relying on Heineke. I mean, in the last week, we... What we running game do the Packers have right now? They have Jones. Isn't that's, he out? That's a running game. I don't think he's out. No. You say he's out like every week. <laughs> but he's, not. he's been out. he's been out though. He comes back and he drops like a hundred yards. <laughs> I thought Dodge was full of well about Aaron Jones. Green Bay's twenty first in offense and Washington football's twenty second. The Washington football team is twenty second in passing and Green Bay is nineteenth in passing. While Green Bay is sixteenth in rushing and then football team is seventeenth in rushing. Those numbers are really, really, really <laughs> close. The only thing that's different is that the Washington football team is a 31st def- overall defense now. There's 32 teams in the league, just if anybody yeah. was curious. And Green Bay Packers have the ninth overall defense. So just because of the defense alone and the almost non-existent offense of the Washington football team, because they've been... They've been dropping points on defenses that are, I don't know, not that good, in my opinion. Um, Chiefs' defense is not that great. I think the Packers have a better defense than the Saints. I mean, wow. I think the Packers have a better defense than the Chiefs. I think at least their corners. uh, I don't know. Overall, they've performed better recently. Definitely. But the Washington football team almost still they still put up like almost like twenty points, twenty points on the Chiefs defense. So I think if the Packers just stop them, they'll be okay. Uh if the Washington football team gets hot, then I think they might have a decent chance. Because obviously their offenses are not that far apart. Yeah, I really want to take Washington here. I just feel like they're bound to have a good game on offense, but to be honest, I'm leaning towards Packers. I feel like Aaron Rodgers is coming off a pretty good game. Uh, nothing, nothing's wrong with Aaron Rodgers' confidence. Uh, I think Heineke might be, you know, having some doubts, and maybe his teammates are having some doubts. So it's going to be a big test for Washington here to see how they play against a pretty experienced team. 
But I'm taking the Packers in a very close game. I think it's going to be a dogfight for four quarters. I don't think Washington can stop Devontae Adams. I guess what it comes down to. So definitely taking the Packers here. I'm going to take the, the Washington football team. For idiot. <laughs> You're an idiot. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> but I'm just I'm just amazed that uh, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers has a losing record to three NFL teams. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Indiana Colts, and the Washington football team. I don't I don't think I don't think there is a real reason that um Washington should win this game besides that. <laughs> Except I don't think there's a real reason. Um, I also don't condone gambling, so do not take this pick as a gambleable pick. But uh I think Washington will cause Anytime Washington has wins and that, that like really excites these fans is against good teams, and I think this is a this is a game that they're they're gonna show up. I don't know why, but I'm having having some feelings. Okay, so our next game is the Cincinnati Bengals at the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, I'm taking the Ravens. This is a divisional matchup. The Ravens are. Blazing hot, bro, right now. And after that last week with Jamar Chase and, you know, Burrow, I'd, we saw, like, a couple drops. We saw, like, a little lapses. We saw it, you know, kind of like the the cracks, I guess, in their offense. And they're kind of starting to show. And they, I mean, they didn't have, like, a great week last week. Um, and the Baltimore Ravens are coming off. A very, very hot game. Uh, everything is firing on every cylinder for them. So I'm going to take the Baltimore Ravens because I don't think the Bengals can contain this offense. And I think the Ravens' defense is just good enough to hold on and win this game. Because Lamar's going to get it done. Burrow will also get it done. But those weapons that Lamar has at his dis- disposal, I think he's really going to hurt the Bengals' defense. And I just think he's right. I mean, I hate to say this, but I just think he's too powerful right now. Yeah, they're gonna rush them into the ground basically. And uh, Jamar Chase was kind of weak in in week six. wasn't really a great performance. He had a few drops here and there. I mean, the Bengals are still getting it together. They're not that much of a dominating team that can go head to head with the Ravens. They're four and two. Yeah, but, but still not not good enough to go against the Ravens. Not a not a team that has a defense who can hold the Chargers to you know to the amount of points that they held them to in Week Six. So I'm taking the Ravens. I mean, and when they played in January, when obviously Burrow was out, they beat them thirty-eight to three. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I like the Ravens' chances in this game. Uh, they're favored by six, I believe, right now. Yep. But uh Baltimore's also won the last five matchups against the Bengals. Yep. Uh Joe Burrow, however, is playing really, really well. He has fourteen touchdowns, over fifteen hundred yards, and Jamar Chase is looking really, really good. Uh I think he's probably the best deep threat in football right now, not just as a rookie, I think in the whole league. Him and Burrow hooking up on like passes over like thirty, forty yards. I think it's like higher than anybody else in the league right now. Um and I don't think the Ravens have a good pass defense right now. I think it's just Marlon Humphrey out there. So uh, for that reason, I'm going to take the Bengals in an upset. I think it's about time the Bengals have a pr- 
proper statement win. Uh, they took the Packers overtime, and they had chances to win that game. And uh, I think the Ravens started really, really hot, but I think they'll come back down to earth a little bit. Um, they were playing with a lot of heart, but at some point, you know, you got to come back down to earth just like the Chargers did, you know, like the Chiefs have done, like the Bills did last week. So I think now it's the Ravens' turn, and uh, I think Burrow will get it done. And moving on to the next game, we have Lions and the Rams. Rams. Goff and Stafford coming back to their old teams. First time. Rams are favored by 15, I believe. Oh, my God. I'm going to go ahead and stat check that real quick because uh, for some reason, I don't know. I just just can't believe that line. Uh, If it's wrong, if it's wrong. It is 15. Vegas has it at 15 right now. I think the Lions will get a touchdown or two. I don't think it'll be a complete blowout but like they blew out the Giants. It's going to be bad. I feel like Jared Goff is going to be pretty motivated, especially Dan Campbell, his head coach. You guys see where he said, like, I think Jared Goff needs to do more than he has, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, either it's going to light a fire under him or he's going to crumble, right? There's no in, there's no in between. Yeah. And I feel like when he's if he's playing his old team, I feel like he's going to definitely want to show but out. that is a hot I'm not defense. saying they're going to beat them. I really don't think no, they're going to beat no them. Way. Even though there's a chance, you know, it's the NFL or anything can happen. But I think it'll be a big win for the Rams. But I'll say probably like 10, 14 points. But I don't think it's going to be like 20, 30 points. I just don't. I, I, th- I think the, the Lions are a pretty scrappy team. Blowout. Yeah. After what the Rams been through last week, they're definitely going to come out here and to destroy the Lions. They're already depleted. Lions can't... I don't think they can hold up with the Rams, so... Not much else to say about the game, I guess. Uh, we are going to move on to Cardinals versus Texans. <laughs> Only undefeated team left in the league. Kyler Murray's team against the very pitiful Texans. They Texans better... by... Yeah, uh-huh. I can't even smell. You better take them by negative points. That's a joke, right? Cardinals by a lot. They got beat 40. It was 40 piece, right? I predict 50. By the Bills, yeah. I predict 50. 50 piece? 50 piece. That's like a college With nuggets. game. Huh? With nuggets? With nuggets. With fries, sorry. No. And four dipping sauces? How many dipping sauces? 50 piece with 10 dipping sauces. Damn. Barbecue and sweet and sour. Oh maybe buffalo God. as well. For the Texans. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I mean, yeah. I don't know who would take the Texans in this matchup. Cardinals are high right like now. The Texans have just gotten pit up against the best <laughs> team. Yeah. yeah, they've had had a pretty hard schedule this season. Uh, they, they were supposed hold to hold in tight, man. But uh, shout out to Miami. They're about to pick up Deshaun Watson, maybe. So let's see where that goes. You know, maybe it'll turn out well for both uh, for both sides. But uh, I don't see Houston winning this game at all. Yeah, Houston's pretty much bottom of the league in almost any team stat. And the Cardinals are pretty much top of the league in almost every stat except uh, rushing. This is a crazy, crazy upset. Like last year when the Washington football team beat the Steelers, I don't think that <laughs> this is going to happen. Yeah. I then there's always that chance. I, I think we're all taking the Cardinals. And uh, on that note, we will move on to the Bears versus the Buccaneers. Buccaneers are favored by, if I'm right, 12 points right now. And last year, I think the Bears beat the Bucks on prime time. Nick Foles beat Tom Brady last year. Tom Brady. That was a game where Tom Brady forgot what down it was. Uh, I definitely do not think that's happening this year. Even mm-hmm. with all the injuries the Bucks have, 
because their defense. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, their offense doesn't look right, but then out of nowhere, they'll score like two, three touchdowns. And I think Gronk is questionable to come back, but I'm pretty sure he's not going to play. There's no need to rush him back. Uh, I'm taking the Bucks this game. Yeah, I'm going to take the Bucks too. Bucks by 10. Uh, I will have to agree with Hamza earlier. They're, the defense is not looking that hot. Yeah. Other than that, there's I don't really see anything stopping the offense. <laughs> no one's stopping Leonard Fournette or Tom Brady's checkdowns. Yeah. And then AB's third down conversions. AB is questionable for this game, but still, I mean, they got enough weapons to stomp on the Bears. AB's a, a third down specialist. Yeah. For for these Buccaneers. Only concern for the Bucks is again defense. That's it. Otherwise, I'm I'm taking them cuz the offense can carry in this game. Tom Brady is uh 9 and 0 against rookie quarterbacks. The last quarterback that beat him was uh, Geno Smith back yeah. in 2013. <laughs> Couldn't beat Big Ben though. A Big Ben better than Tom uh, Tom Brady. You guys Basically, heard it here first. Uh, uh, That's a flag. <laughs> red flag, red flag. It's a yellow flag for uh, yeah conspiracy theory. And uh, it's a challenge flag. With that, red. We'll flag to the next game. Uh, Indiana Colts at San Francisco 49ers defense. This is actually not a bad game. So considering that one of two wins for the Colts has been the Houston Texans, I'm going to have to take the 49ers in this matchup, Um, mainly because they have two very, very capable quarterbacks. So even if one drops, they have another one. Uh, The Colts just got back T.Y. Hilton, right? Yep. So... That's that's a big thing for them, but I think it's still not enough to beat the 49ers. Um is Kittle still out or is he they're all Kittle's out. Kittle's for, out for another like indefinitely kind of no, thing. I think he's out till week nine. Yeah, and I think Garoppolo's back and Trey yeah. Lance might be injured with a knee injury. See they're So sh- they're both a little banged up quarterbacks. Yeah, so yeah. They're shaky reason. on offense. I don't know, man. If Carson Wentz has a hot for game. that reason, I'm taking the Colts because the Niners are a little bit banged up. Uh, I think we just saw them totally dominate the past few weeks in the rushing game. Even that game against the Ravens when yeah. they lost, I think they had a really good rushing game. Uh, the Niners' rushing game is not that good this year. Or rushing defense. So the Niners have not allowed a hundred yard rush. Yeah. For since Week Nine, 2019. I think this is the game that they allow it. Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz has been playing pretty good. So, for that reason, I'm taking the Colts in an upset. It was a very unfortunate game that the Colts had against the Ravens. However, they were able to keep up with them, and they could have won that game. So, it's not bad to take them in this matchup, but the 49ers' defense is nothing to mess with. They do have a lot of problems on offense, and... For a team that held the Cardinals to 17 points as well, um, I think they can stop the Colts from running over them and possibly help the defense to, you know, be... I mean, defense will help the offense to be in a better position to score in this game. And I'm taking the 49ers. I'm going to take the Colts. 
because uh, early on this season, Darius Leonard, uh, he, he really caught my eye. And uh, ever since then, he's been playing pretty good. Um, I, I think defense for the 49ers is not a worry. They're gonna always they're gonna be good, but their offense they do tend to lack at times. So I think that uh, the the Colts offense is gonna outplay them, and for that reason, I shall take the Colts. So the NBA is finally back uh, after the Nets' tough loss last night and the Lakers' horrible loss last night. Um, how are we feeling about the? What we thought were maybe the top two teams and the Bucks monstrous win, I would say, in a way or no? Yeah, I think it was a great game from Giannis. Great performance, I'll say that. Middleton couldn't miss a shot. Um, I mean, obviously they're going to try hard. It's the it's the banner night. They just got their rings. It's going to be try hard mode, and especially against the Nets without Kyrie. You know, it's a big piece missing. Harding can't really facilitate that well. So it's still the first game of the season. Not a lot to, you know, panic about or anything like that. I mean, the Bucks still look great. But he needs to get his defense up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Giannis is just too much force. So it's hard to keep up with, with a player like that. I mean, I think the only player that we've seen cover Giannis and kind of shut him, ha- shut him down is Bam Adebayo. And, you know, other- otherwise Giannis is going off. He's he's a physical player, and it's hard to stop him sometimes. Uh, KD and Giannis both had 32 points, so pretty good showing for the best team of each team. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we expect out of each player. Uh, Middleton, 20 points. Yeah, like Hamza just said, he was making some tough shots. Uh, but what really stood out to me about the game was... Harden really need to really needed to come out and drop more than twenty points. Yeah, he had <clears throat> yeah he had eight assists. Uh, he it looked like he was you know playing pretty well out there. He was giving good dimes. Some people weren't catching his passes, but six for sixteen is not going to cut it as the team's second best player and not by that much. Uh, Harden is certainly better than Middleton. Certainly better than Patty Mills, and they pretty much all had the same amount of points. So. Yeah. Uh, the Bucks dominated the game, though. They had the better field goal percentage. They had better free throw percentage, less turnovers, more assists, more steals. Uh, I think it was just a better showing from a pretty well-gelled team. Uh, Joe Harris also had a pretty bad game, once again, three for nine. For a shooter, that's not good. So not the end of the world, but not a good first game for the Nets. Yeah, the Nets. Uh, they. I, I expect them to come here and just shut the shut the Bucks up. But this uh, this boy Jordan Noir, or whatever his name is, he uh, he had 15 points. Um, that doesn't sound like a lot, but for a player who's um, I've never heard of, coming out there and just dropping threes on them like it was nothing. It was it was really hard to watch. I think one person on the Nets that really needs to be better. Yeah, I think Harden had an okay game, but it, he should have played better. But Nicholas Claxton, he needs to he needs to really get ready for this NBA because there were a lot of fumbles by him, a lot of um, missed opportunities that he definitely should have taken and converted. But uh, overall, the Bucks the Bucks just outplayed 
the Nets. I mean, we should move to the next disappointing upset. Kind of saw it coming. I mean, the Warriors look way, way better than they did last season. They got Iguodala back. Yeah, and everybody was contributing. Curry had a great game, triple-double. And the Lakers just, as everyone expected, they just look old. And with Westbrook's performance... It's not looking like a good season. I mean, yeah, that's the first game. They're still meshing up. <laughs> but you got Carmelo over here pump faking on free throws. And <laughs> that shit had me dead. Yeah. I was so shook. And Westbrook, you know, running around doing his thing. You know, you're either going to get a good game from him or not at this point. So it just really depends on that. They need to mesh a little bit more. It's still first game. So there's more to see in, in the coming weeks. Warriors didn't have Clay, as Bunch said, and they didn't have Wiseman. Uh, they didn't. They only played Moody for like six minutes. Uh, I think, yeah, it's the first game of the season. You can't take too much from it, but the Warriors always seem to play very well against the Lakers, right? Like, yeah. they don't matter what their roster is, they somehow always give the Lakers a good run. And all the way around, even when the Warriors were good and the Lakers weren't, the Lakers would give the Warriors... A good game, so it's it's always a fun matchup. Uh, the Lakers really should have ran away with it. One. They should have ran away with it in the fourth. I think they had like a ten point lead, something like that for majority of the, like like the fourth, I think. And then the Warriors just kept making tough shots, tough shots, and then it looked like the Lakers were a little bit gassed to me. Uh, besides LeBron, LeBron came out, played Phenomenal. an amazing game. I mean, when have we not seen LeBron come out? You know first game of the season not play good so we expect LeBron to do that AD came out hot but the rest of the team I guess didn't play that well uh they're definitely gonna miss Caruso uh THT is out right now uh Kuzma was a good size so this Lakers team's gonna need some time to figure it out they don't they're not the same team from last year mm-hmm. <laughs> this game the today I saw a hitting um Steph Curry carries the Warriors to a uh, victory over LeBron um, the NBA is back. That headline just tells me the NBA is back. But uh, it was it was it wasn't more that the that Steph carried the the Warriors as much as uh, Westbrook really held back the Lakers. Um, I'm not saying that in the way of hate, but he he really really choked this game a little bit. But um, a key player, Jordan Poole, he he balled out last night. I think he had twenty. Um, but the way he was just, the way he was like getting a step in front of, uh, defenders, it was just, it was a great game for, uh, to watch. And then there was also the, uh, the foreign player. I think it's, uh, how do you say this? How was his name? Bielitsa. Bielitsa. Bro, he, he, he had a great game. He played like Jokic yesterday. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think if he didn't play like that, they wouldn't have won. I mean, he was making no. some key passes, not even just scoring. He's making some good passes that led to open points. shots. 15 points. He had a double-double first game. 15 points, 11 rebounds, 4 assists. Yeah. It was a good performance by the Warriors. Uh, definitely showed some heart out there. So, um... European players are getting better, baby. We got uh, a few more games coming up. Uh, just going to go out there and predict a few games. Uh, Wizards-Raptors. Right now, the Raptors are favored by three. What do you guys think? First game for each team. I think it'll be a close game. Uh, I think 
the Wizards will probably cover that, to be honest. But uh, let's see. Uh, but I'm going to take the... Also, by the Wizards. way, Siakam is out. Yeah, uh, Thomas Bryant is out. Hachimura is out. Wizards. I'm going to take the Raptors in this game. Oh, you are about to say Wizards. Yeah, I was about to. I was thinking about it, but yeah. I don't know. I just think the Raptors are a little bit more physical team. Yeah. So I'm going to take the Raptors. I mean, it's their first season without Kyle Lowry in a while, so yep. they might need a little bit of time to mesh up. If the Wizards can come out here and win the first game, that would be great. That will say... Bradley confidence. Yeah, that will show that they've improved after, you know, Westbrook left and they gained those few players from the Lakers, maybe Kuzma, have a good performance, show the Lakers that they've gave away a good player or something like that, you know. I mean, you got a ring with them, so. Yeah, they can they can prove something. something right? They can prove something in this game. So, I'll take the hometown team. Rooting for DC. Yes, Taking sir. the Wizards over the Raptors. Tedge. Yeah, I'm with the Wizards. Wizards, all right. They, always, they usually come out hot. We'll see how they do. Uh, next game, we're going to be talking about Nuggets and Suns. Primetime game. Suns are favored by six and a half right now. Jamal Murray still out. And Dario Saric out for the Suns. I don't know, man. After after them losing the way that they did last year, I want the Nuggets to go far this year. That's just me personally. I want to see the Nuggets come out of the West um, like hot. No, I'm not saying come out of the West. Entire. I mean, you know, they're, I don't think they'll win the West, but see them in the conference finals wouldn't be such a bad thing, I think. Um, I just want to see that young team kind of go somewhere because the Suns, I, I don't know, man. Chris Paul, I just feel bad for the poor guy, man. And, and now Devin Booker's cursed with him, so. And DeAndre Ayton's not getting re-signed. Um, they're not extending his deal, so I think that kind of gives a player. When you kind of know that your time at a team is coming to an end and they don't really want you anymore. They don't see you as a component. You're not going to want to play the same anymore. Uh, I think we've seen that. Uh, I think we can bring that up about uh, Ben Simmons. Hmm. Ben and fucking Simmons, dude. And how that situation is kind of, it's kind of mirroring the James Harden uh, situation as in he's not trying. He's not at practice. He's not present. Um, He's not talking to anyone on the team. His own teammate said that I don't care what he does anymore, really. He can just kind of do his own thing. Um, what do we think about that? <laughs> ben Simmons was practicing with sweats and his phone in his pocket. Do not, please, please <laughs> he not does ever compare n- Ben Simmons to James Harden. James Harden just didn't show up. He ben, does not care. James Harden, Harden, Harden did play a bunch of games for the Rockets before he got out of there, but... We do see some similarities here. We see Simmons' teammates, you know, kind of giving up on him publicly, which is what we saw with, on the Rockets when DeMarcus Cousins was coming out and saying, you know, we don't really care about him. He's not here, all that. So I, I'm pretty sure they're just going to get a trade done in, a little, in like probably a week or two. I mean, you can't go any longer, right? Keeping a player like this yeah, around yeah. your team when yeah. your team is trying to... You got like a million When fines. your team is trying to accomplish big no. things, you can't have a distraction like this. So <laughs> What's a... Uh, Coach kicked him out. He went to a strip club. He told him go home. Went to a strip club. 
Yeah, I James mean, Harden went to strip clubs, but he finished practice and then went. But <laughs> right. here, here's the thing. Ben Simmons is having issues. I mean, he got suspended for a game now from the team. So, and also Embiid came out in a press conference and said he doesn't care about him anymore. So, it, it's 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 beyond fixable and Ben Simmons is going to end up leaving. He's going to end up going somewhere else. Uh, I don't think he can continue with the Sixers, nor would Embiid want that. And they, they'll build around Embiid instead. So expect a big change coming for the Sixers. And last game we're going to be talking about, just for wrapping up our NBA segment, Suns-Lakers will be playing on Friday night. Yeah. ESPN, 10 o'clock game. Who are you taking? Suns-Lakers first round rematch from last year. Suns, baby. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't think the Lakers are going to lose that game. No, they still they still need to play together a little bit more to get it going. I don't know. Maybe I don't know, maybe if Westbrook comes out there and drops a triple double or just, you know, puts up a good performance instead of what he did yesterday. Than 30%, they yeah. have a good chance of beating anybody, but Yeah. It's all up to Westbrook. Literally. I'm gonna take Lakers. Um, they're they're a better team now than they were last year. I know they got like just abused in the playoffs, but they have they have the team now to beat the Suns. Everyone else on the Lakers needs to try. Thing kind of finally hits the road before Friday. Maybe it'll work out. They'll beat the Suns. But if Chris Paul kind of comes out and he just plays his game and he just kind of takes control of that game. I don't think the Lakers. I don't think LeBron is in a position right now with the Lakers to take complete to take complete control of the game and be successful. I think maybe in a month. I'm not saying he's not able to do it, but you need supporting cast for that. You need help for that. Um, I don't think his help is there fully yet. Uh, Melo played an okay game. Westbrook is averaging like six, seven turnovers a game, six points in the first game. I mean. That's not what you were expecting from your rookie. I mean, not from your rookie, but, you know, a brand-new player. Um, other than that, LeBron and AD just got to take over, man. They got to they gotta keep that culture going. Uh, Carmelo is there now. I love the fact that Carmelo is there. Um, he, it's going to take some time, I think. But, man, if Melo gets hot, I mean, that's... Melo and LeBron used to be... The game, the matches we used to look forward to, you know, Knicks, Knicks, Cavs, Knicks, Cavs, Christmas specials, the Heat, Knicks, stuff like that. Um, if you know, those are the two best players in the league at some point, and if those, if they can go and be on the same team and be successful, along with Dwight Howard, um, you know, a couple other key components like Rondo. I also don't think that Rondo and Westbrook should ever be on the same at, on the court at the same time. <laughs> Uh, I think he, he, Frank Vogel is maybe just trying to figure it out right now, but it's going to take some time. But I like the fact I want Russell Westbrook and Melo to be on the second unit. I like that. You know, I like that look for now, at least. Yeah, Westbrook is coming off the bench, but that's okay. I mean, for a team like this, you somebody's got to be willing to make the sacrifice. And I know Rondo is a little older, but are you going to take Rondo at your point guard? Or are you going to take Russell Westbrook at point on a team to play with AD and LeBron? Yeah. Definitely Rondo. I mean, 
smarter player, I think, in my eyes. He got a ring with them, but still. Yeah. Westbrook, I think it's... I'll take Westbrook. I mean, they just got to mesh together. They got to play a few games. That's about it. And I think that wraps up our episode this week. We hope you enjoyed it as always. Uh, if you want to share any opinions or questions and comments, you can reach us on all social media platforms. Just look up, check the stats. If uh, you would like to leave us a review and let us know what you think about the podcast, you can do that on Apple Podcasts or any other streaming platform. We are available on all of them. Uh, make sure you also follow or subscribe so you can get notified when a new episode drops. This is Hamza along with Deep, Harry, and Dodge. Check the stats. Deuces. Deuces.